Welcome into the newest episode of the Hot Hangout Podcast. We've got another episode of the Bad Batch to break down today. Uh, some brief kind of new news about the Mandalorian and uh, lots of just fun Star Wars content in general. Uh, but before we hop all into that, Joey, what's going on? How are you doing, man? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, just excited. Had a Valentine's Day yesterday with yeah. the family. Didn't do too much. We just had Japanese food. Little little sushi, little chicken katsu. Ooh. Ooh, it's some good stuff. Okay, question for you. And if you're watching the video version of the podcast, comment down below your answer to the question as well. Joey, favorite type of sushi? Favorite sushi? So I like... Is it is it called nigiri, where it's like the fish that's just on top of rice, and not necessarily oh, wow. rolled up in in like seaweed? So I like that okay, that nice. style better. Um, then I think it's called maki. I'm probably completely butchering all of the sushi. <laughs> Every sushi sushi con- connoisseur is going to come in here like that's wrong. <laughs> but yeah, it's the it's like the little 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 pad of rice, and then there's like a, a piece of fish on top of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Normally like a like a salmon belly or mm. you know something like that. So those are, I like those more than the rolls that you see inside the seaweed. So, um, but yeah, so. Probably the like a salmon, like a like a fatty salmon on top of some rice, a little bit of wasabi, you know, dip it in the. Oh man, I gotta go. I'm gonna go get some right now, you know. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. What about you? I I think it's called. Is it called mahi mahi? I think that's mm. the name. I've had it like twice, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. What kind of stuffs in it? Do you remember? Um, it was a roll, and I wish I could remember everything that was in it. Um, I'm not a wasabi fan. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of a wimp when it comes to the to the spice. At least with 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 sushi, I don't really like it to be spicy. It's a little um, intense. Wasabi can yeah. be intense. Yeah, but mahi mahi. I can't. I wish I could remember everything else that was in the roll. But you know, mainly just the rice and the wrap and the and the fish, of course. But uh, that was my go to when when the last time I, I had. Yeah, sushi we'll we'll was. go get sushi the next time you're in town. That is a deal. That is a deal. I'll be in town. Uh, side note: in October. Oh, interesting. Yeah. A li- live show? Live show? In live <laughs> recording of the Hoth Hangout podcast coming to a, uh, in, in a platform near here? you. The yeah, that would, that would actually be really cool. <laughs> let's uh, let's plan on it, maybe, that we can yeah. get that in the works. Um, but yeah, we've got a great episode of The Bad Batch to break down uh, for all of you. And of course, before we get into all of that, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or on YouTube. First of all, thank you for listening or watching to the Hoth, uh, watching the Hoth Hangout podcast. Appreciate each and every single one of you. And uh, if you're ever interested in hitting us up over on Twitter, we are there at Hoth Hangouts. And again, you can also email us, hothhangout at gmail.com. And as uh, Joey pointed out in our most recent episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast, we are now on TikTok, also at Hoth Hangout. Check us out over there as well. Um, you know the uh, the source for all Star Wars uh, podcast content over on TikTok. <laughs> we're we're gonna be the first ones out there doing it. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um. Well, so to hop into the Bad Batch episode, uh, this was episode nine, titled "The Crossing," uh, the first episode of the second half of the second season of the Bad Batch. Um. I felt kind of mixed feelings about this episode. I, I think um, there was kind of tones of similarity to 
a few weeks ago where it was kind of like, all right, it's time for another Sid side quest sort of thing. Um, but it didn't feel quite as just meh to me as some of the other ones did. I think there was points in this episode um, that I really gravitated towards, and I was glad that they were a part of the episodes. Um, and I'll get into that here uh, briefly. Just as kind of a general overview, the Bad Batch, who is now down a member uh, in uh, Echo, uh, is now uh, just the four of them. And, of course, this is kind of an episode of growth, really, for for Omega and Tech in particular. Um, that This is the part of the episode that I did appreciate because Tech was really the only member of the Bad Batch that had not kind of had, like, a special moment with Omega yet. Uh, and so I was glad that we got that in this episode because now it feels like Omega has this sort of deeper connection with each member of the Bad Batch. Tech kind of had felt like maybe the odd person out for who hadn't really like connected with Omega. And again, part of that is because tech is just not an, he's the least emotional of anyone uh, in the bad batch, which comes out in the episode and they make a point of it and they talk about it. Um, But this mission they're on is in order to uh, excavate a mineral known as Ipsium, or maybe it's not a mineral. It was kind of more of like a serum almost that once they were extracting it, um, which is valuable, but also very combustible, as we learned in the episode multiple times. Uh, however, there, uh, as they've been notified by Sid, there's poachers in the area, so you know she tells them to be careful of that. Uh, long story short, the Marauder gets stolen, and there ends up being what I called in my notes a Lion King stampede. Um, <laughs> I wish you could see my notes. It says the same thing. <laughs> And uh, in order to protect the the Ipsium, uh, Wrecker just like jumps on top of it and like prevents the the wildebeest like animals from running it over. Uh, and in the process of this, the reason the wildebeest are running is from a you know the storm. Um, Tech loses the Ipsium in the storm. It blows up, causes this pile of rocks to cover them in a cave, trapping them. Uh, long story short, Omega kind of has this confrontation with Tech, like, why are you, you know, not being more upset about Echo not being with us sort of thing. You can tell it's, like, really kind of getting to Omega. She's pretty, like, frustrated and upset. Uh, you know, mainly upset that he's not there, but also frustrated with <clears throat> the fact that it feels like the others, particularly Tech, seems like they don't care that Echo is gone, almost. At least that's how it feels to her. Um, So she finds this underwater or not sort of like cavern uh, with, with Ipsium. She tries to extract it. Uh, Tech goes to kind of you know talk with her. They end up falling down into this water cavern thing where there's even more Ipsium. Um, and then, actually, this is an important part of the episode, I thought, was because the way that Tech kind of just throws himself after her, I was like, you know, a lot of the times Tech doesn't express himself verbally. But obviously, like, she falls, and without even a second thought, he just dives not knowing where he's diving into but obviously you know he's trying to rescue omega um so again they have a touching moment afterwards too once they've both kind of uh emerged out of the water she's you know visibly upset and he more or less i don't know how eloquent it was but it was more or less that i know it doesn't seem like i don't have emotions but i do care is kind of the gist of what he said and that seemed to resonate with Omega. At least she wasn't really upset anymore after that. 
um, you know, Wrecker and uh, Hunter come down the, to the cavern too. They use the Ipsium to kind of blow their way out of the cave and then reconnect with Sid, who tells them kind of reluctantly at first and almost doesn't respond, uh, but tells them it's going to be a few days before they can get off this planet. So we might get like a part two on this planet in episode 10, I'm imagining. Uh, but that's the brief overview, um, particularly the note that I most resonated with the episode was the uh, the Tech and Omega relationship. I think that's why I didn't mind the fact that it felt like another side mission, side quest, was that it was focused on something that hadn't been touched yet on the show. So that I appreciated. I have lots of other thoughts as to what <clears throat> was not included in the episode, but I'll, I'll let mm-hmm. you you cut in and uh, maybe if, if you have any thoughts on on the episode as a whole, or particularly with Tech and Omega. I think the Omega and Tech scenes together mm-hmm. were probably one of the more powerful scenes that I've seen this season, mm-hmm. particularly because, as you said, there there has not been that connection between the two of them. There hasn't been moments like that. And you can actually see Tech being vulnerable. Yeah. Where he's trying to figure out exactly why... How do I explain myself? How how am I able to tell you how I am? And I think he said it pretty good, where I may not show it like you, but it doesn't mean I don't hurt like you. Yes, and yeah. So that that line, or what I, I may have paraphrased that, but essentially that line there, we we all have feelings, we all have our own thoughts, and how we process. It was I think that's what he said. That I may not process mm. the same, but it doesn't mean I don't feel the same as you. To ha- and I think that's that's a huge moment for tech. You know, yeah. it's a huge moment, obviously, for the two of them, but for the development of tech, which out of the two of them, right, you're thinking that she's the one that needs the growth because she's the younger one, he's a soldier, all of this. But we, but in reality, he he also needs that growth. He he needs to understand that. And he even said, you know, we're soldiers. And then Omega came back and said, well, we're family. Right. And, <laughs> and it was like an aha moment. And he's like, yeah, you, you're right. We are family. And, you know, this is how I do it. This is how I am a family. So I, the, that, you know, in the grand scheme of things with the Bad Batch, you know, we, we are focusing on each of these characters and their particular growth and their connection to each other. This episode did a lot of that for for these two characters we could talk and we'll talk about the mission we'll talk about all that stuff that was just the storyline that you know that was there to help move that that plot line along which i honestly i was fine with it that i mean i did i wrote that same thing the lion king stampede i was waiting for um uh Someone say, long live the king, you know, yeah. whatever that line. Um, was I all... was waiting for something like that. I, I feel like they have a dartboard at Disney. Like, <laughs> what, what haven't we done yet in, in like, 25, 35 years? But I don't, it, it was so blatantly Lion King. Like, it, it was like, at least make the animals look different. Or, like, you know what I mean? It was, like, almost the exact thing as yeah. it felt like. Yeah, because it was, like, in a in a canyon type thing. Like, a, you know, <laughs> yeah. where they all of the animals had to filter into this one yeah. narrow uh area and yeah so i thought i thought that was i don't know if it's a callback i'm not sure exactly you know i don't know the connection i mean obviously it's all disney you know it makes sense i suppose but i mean be a little more subtle about it yeah 
<laughs> you know, I was waiting for just Mufasa just to fall off from the <laughs> from the cliff or something. So, but there's that, and apparently they have very very bad weather on this planet because they're constantly yeah. running from storms. And the, what I wrote down is like it's like when we're in Fortnite and the storm is coming. Like you're just <laughs> constantly forgetting about it. Like oh, we gotta go, we gotta go. So, um, yeah, and even at the end there. That's that's kind of what you were foreshadowing. They were in that little town that they were trying to get to to hopefully, you know, uh, reach communication, uh, send communication out. And that's when we see that, you know, they're able to talk to Sid. But after they're done with the conversation or towards the end of that episode, you see that there's storms still kind of around the area. Mm-hmm. So it seems like that's just going to be a constant issue that they're going to have to run into. And, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right that we're going to see a part two coming here in episode 10 because, I mean, they're still on the planet. They have no way of getting off. Mm-hmm. But I did want to mention the thief that, that took yes. it. What do we, who who do we think this is? Did you did you have any, like, hmm, that kind of reminds me of... I, I didn't, to be honest with you, okay. because I, I paused it and I looked at the thief, um, the one that stole the Marauder, um, and I... It looked like a human, um, so there's mm-hmm. that. And other, than, I mean, I didn't really have a good yeah. idea or a good guess as to who it might be. I feel like it's someone new. Mm-hmm. It didn't, at least from appearance, didn't seem to be someone who they had like reached back from the Clone Wars and were like, "Look right. who it is!" Like, uh, I, I think it was a female, but I, I'm not honestly sure. Um, why did you have a hunch at who that thief I might mean, be? I mean, I know it's probably not this person because they're not of a human species but honda onaka um yeah. the pirate that you kind of see all he just pops up everywhere yeah just kind of had that same design look with the hair and i think they had goggles and the hat and yeah you know, so it kind of just reminded me of at least that style maybe not honda themselves but maybe another pirate inside of that particular you know organization or something like that and you know that's that's the kind of work that honda Honda or Hondo? I think, I think it's Hondo. Hondo right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hondo. Honda is the car, right? Um, Hondo. <laughs> Hondo. Uh, I feel like that maybe there's some connection there. That's that's the that's the feel that I got from that character. Hmm, I could almost see that. I gotta I gotta go back and look at it again. I, I feel like I the thought may have even crossed my mind. Uh, I don't know. The hair seems short to me. Yeah, it's I mean, sh- it wasn't like, but I think it wasn't. Right, and I think, Han- like, I think Hondo like, has like long, like yeah, tentacle, he has real like... long. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I know. Think, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's my 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 initial thought. That'd be cool if we end up seeing him. A side note: Hondo is like arguably one of, if not the coolest character who has never made it into live action. Right. I love well, Hondo. He, he is in um, he is at a uh, and uh, at Disney World. He is oh, really? part of that. Yeah, he is That's part cool. of. Uh, one of the rides or one of the one of the characters there that you see. Huh. Interesting. Um another thought that I had with this episode, um kind of more of a <laughs> I don't want to harp too much on the negative because this is a reoccurring thing that I think I've brought up with past episodes. Mm-hmm. Um but I want to mention it particularly because in last week's podcast we talked about this hopefully being in episode nine and it wasn't. And what we said was, I, I, I said I would be shocked if, if uh, Crosshair is not in this episode. And, you know, he's nowhere to be found. 
And the way the episode ended makes it seem like we're probably going to be on this planet, which I don't know if we got the name of the planet I don't at remember any point. The planet. Yeah. Um, we're going to be on this unknown planet for some of, if not all of next episode two, uh, which would be episode 10 of, of the season. So maybe we don't even see Crosshair again next episode. I mean, at, yeah. at what point do we see him? Or, you know, I, I don't know anymore. Um, and, you know, at what point are we going to see Echo again? It just feels like at some point this season, I would still be surprised if if Echo and Crosshair are not back with Tech, uh, Wrecker, Hunter, and Omega. I just feel like at, at one point in the rest of season two, even if it's in the finale, I just want to see uh, the six of them all together again. And, right. then I, and then I can be like, okay, see, this is what we're working towards. Right. And I and I wonder if it has anything to do with how much longer the show is going for. Because mm-hmm. if if it goes for another season, see, I can I can kind of see yeah that not quite happening here, you know. And and you know you build you build up one more step towards you know at very le- at very most I guess you build one more step with of crosshair coming closer back to the bad batch. And that would take about an episode, you know, and that could be the finale of the season. Mm. And let's say, let's say season three is the final season. And then, and then you kind of resolve it all at the end of that one. Right. So <clears throat> I, and I, I know you and I really do like crosshair. So that's why it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit frustrating because we want to be able to see this now. I, I'm not mad at this episode. I, I enjoyed it. I, you know, I liked what it, it brought. Um, like I said, that scene with <clears throat> with Tech and Omega, I think that was worth that was worth this episode. But you know what we want from this season is is more crosshair. <laughs> you know, we we that's this is what we want, and and less Sid missions. So if we can somehow get those two, who was that director again that we wanted? Was it Luis? Was that the name of the? Yeah, I think <laughs> that was his name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we want more Luis episodes here. So I'm hoping we 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 end off strong with with one of those. Mm. But it's, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I want to say we'll get another crosshair episode, but it may be a finale type thing at this point because, like you said, we, you know, we're gonna get these, you know, this episode, the next episode are probably gonna be linked together, and then, and then maybe there, maybe there's an opportunity. But we thought that this was the opportunity for a crosshair episode, you know. So I'm not. I'm not sure, but I I think the you know the part with Echo I think that's probably going to, I mean they they mention they continue to mention Echo's name here you know in this episode I know it's one episode past of when he had left, but they they made a very big point about you know how important Echo is to the Bad Batch, and you know although he I guess he disabled his comms I think that's what um Tech was saying, I, that that you know. For me, anyway, that's enough for me to to say, okay, well, we're gonna find out the un- other side of that. Like, what were, what was Echo doing during the time when his comms were disabled with Rex? You know, so that's what I'm kind of hoping for. So, you know, maybe that's the next episode after the part two of this uh, resolves. Like, well, that would be episode eleven. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I don't, I mean, there's there's a lot that can happen here, but I I think that. Yeah, I, I I think it really depends on how much longer this series is going, and how they're going to really spread up spread across the the crosshair content here. 
Yeah, that was another thought I had was I just feel like a lot of people have sort of lost steam with the show during the second season. I don't see this show going more than three seasons. I would be very mm-hmm. shocked if it goes more than three. Um, and with the way the second season is gone, I just feel like there needs to be something that happens significantly to the overall story arc that makes an impactful note to get people to be like, all right, you know, especially if the third season is marketed as like the final Bad Batch season, that you know, then it gets people into it, especially again, if something happens that's <coughs> worth you know, <clears throat> worth the overall story arc in the rest of season two. So um, kind of to conclude my thought on, on the, the Sid missions point, I was more okay with it because of the relationship um, point that was flushed out with Tech and Omega in this episode. But as far as I'm concerned, they've exhausted all, now they've exhausted all their options when it comes to like, significant character building i mean we've had multiple episodes with omega and hunter you know kind of becoming this this older brother younger sister relationship um we've had at least one or two with earlier on in in season and i think in season one even as well with wrecker Mm -hmm. um kind of serving that same role and now and we had it with echo and now we've had it with tech and so i'm like okay we've kind of focused in on each member of of the bad batch's relationship with omega at one point or another sometimes multiple times i don't feel like there's any excuse anymore to have a sid mission <laughs> right yeah and and if it is a sid mission <clears throat> it needs to be impactful in some way or another um so having said that i am still looking forward to the rest of the season i'm i'm still enjoying season 2 of the bad batch i just want to see it go somewhere where a Sid mission right. is not what is kicking things I, I, off. I know we sound critical. <laughs> I know I know there are times when you could if you get like certain clips of you know our, our podcast, we get a little bit sour about you know Sid missions and things like that. But I think it's important to say that we are enjoying it. <laughs> we are yeah. in, you know enjoying the season kind of like what you said there. And We'll continue to enjoy it. I mean, it's Star Wars. For the most part, you throw anything anything Star Wars our way, we'll we will consume it, and we will talk about it. And have either we'll agree with it, disagree with it. But this is this is part of it. This is part of the enjoyment. Oddly enough, is sometimes you know picking out the little things that we don't like about it. Just because we want you know we we want what we want you know. And I I, I can appreciate that from any any angle. You know, if there are people that are just loving these missions, then hey, more power to you. Um, the 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 Ipsium mission re- just reminded me a lot of Solo, <clears throat> um, yeah. where the with the uh, is it Coaxium? Was that what yes. they were chasing the entire time? Yes. Right. So because like the unrefined co, it, it just just reminded me of that. Like they're just trying to find this Coaxium, un, you know, unrefined, and then go to refine it. And but it was just like that was the whole movie was that. So I'm just like, I, so it kind of gave me that feel. And I really, I actually really enjoyed Solo. So um, kind of just reminding me of that. So I'm like, okay, I'm kind of cool with it. And I kind of like the drill, the drill uh, tool that they had that, yeah, that drilled cool. it and then and inject and then uh, extracted it and everything. I'm like, okay, that's a pretty cool tool. And um. But yeah, so one thing I thought was going to happen when they had jumped into the water, because that was just littered with Ipsium, it looked like underneath. And I'm like, I wonder if there's any 
effects that it happens to humans if you're like in water with it and you know yeah. and i'm like maybe there's like maybe it makes them like more force sensitive or you know <laughs> or something but yeah i was i was waiting for something like a third hand to come out or something after uh, <laughs> they had all been in the water together with it yeah it's a it's also an unwritten rule in star wars that every uh explosive rare mineral has to end with it with an em <laughs> right yeah that's right <laughs> No, I, I think it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I think the um, one thing about this, you know, season two of Bad Batch is I feel like we've had a lot of things inserted into the lore of Star Wars, mm. which I think is one of the positives of the se- biggest positives of the season. Um, there was the weird, you know, dinosaur walking thing a few episodes ago. Um, mm. You know what I'm talking about? That looked like a. I called it a dinosaur. I don't know if it had a <laughs> yeah, real with the, name. With the with the huge laser that comes out of its chest. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like how is that going to pertain to the overall <clears throat> story of Star Wars? Now we have Ipsium. That's like this explosive mineral. Um, you know, is that going to come into play again? So these are things that I think we could see pop up again within the greater context of the Star Wars universe. Uh, so on that account, I think you know there's there's some potential. Um, but yeah, I, I you know overall I felt pretty good about the episode and i appreciated what they did kind of filling in the that last peg so to speak of the relationship between tech and omega um having said that i i'll go b minus for my grade because i was really close to going c but i want to be fair to the episode because i did like the tech and omega stuff a lot um I think that grade most accurately reflects how I felt at the end of the episode. Yeah, I would I would say B minus as well, and for the same reasons. I think if you don't have that tech and Omega scene, or that the development of the relationship, this is easily a C C minus mm-hmm. episode because literally nothing else happens really. So yeah. I think I but it, it was so powerful to me just the way that. Again, the way Tech was vulnerable and was able to communicate exactly how he was feeling about everything, although he had never ever done that before, you know, to to our knowledge, right. and to seem to be able to verbalize it to Omega, and recognize them as a family. I think the, the, those types of things really do matter, and I think it was great. So I, I yeah, I give it a B minus also. I think we're on the same page in terms of the grading. Um, I figured we could also kind of do a quick yes or no game. Oh, okay. to sort of uh, looking ahead to the rest of the season, get your thoughts on what you think may be in store for us. Essentially, I'm going to give you a character who, some of which we haven't seen in a while, and yes or no, will they appear in the rest of season two of Bad Batch? Okay. All right. This one we've already discussed a little bit, but Crosshair. Yes. Okay. I also think yes. Uh, Rex. No. <laughs> okay, no. So on a similar note, Echo. Yes. Ooh, interesting. So, okay, you're saying yes to Echo, yes to Rex. No, no, no to Rex. Oh, I'm sorry, no to Rex. Yes I, to Crosshair. I'll say, I'll say yes to both. Okay. Uh, even if it's just brief. Um, Commander Cody. No. Okay. I think I had one more. Oh, uh, actually two more, and they kind of also go hand in hand. Uh, Bail Organa. 
Oh, I want them to, but no, I don't think so. Okay, I also would would lean no. And then Senator Chuchi. Oh, good one. I think I actually do think that she'll be back. I am so 50-50 on this one. And I, and for the sole reason that I loved her character so much, I'm going to I'm going to flip yes. Yeah, yeah. And just take and I think, the hopeful side. And I think that's why. I think that's why. I think people really I think they knew when they brought her in that, you know, she's going to be pretty vital to the storyline mm-hmm. because she's she is literally the voice of the clones, right? Yeah. So I think I think if you're if the story a the larger story here that in the bad batch is what are going to happen what's going to happen with all the clones i have a i just would i would think that would just make sense to have her come back at some point in the season yeah yeah i i i sure hope so she, again she's been my favorite character that they've introduced this season easily i don't even know who would come close as a second <laughs> um, wait what did you think about cody um i loved his story arc i just wish they would do something with it now you know what i mean you think he comes back um oh did i not give my answer for no, cody not for that one not for cody <sighs> cody's tough i'm gonna say no but he does in season three yeah i would say, I, for all everyone i said no to i i think they're in season three though <laughs> yeah 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 um i think it's worth noting that i want season three of this show because I, I i think i'm resigned to the fact that this is not going to be what we get out of season two I want season three to be about the clones fully. Like, let's dive more into... So even the origins of the clones, I think, would be really cool. Um, give us some Boba Fett meets Omega. It's like, you know, they're technically siblings. Like, I, I want some of yes. that dynamic going on. Like, if we get some yes. Boba Fett in Bad Batch, we're back, baby. <laughs> yes. Um, Daniel Logan, Daniel Logan, who played Boba Fett, right, the younger Boba Fett, mm-hmm. I think he would be absolutely down. So, yeah, <laughs> sign him up. I think it's on the table, and I think if there's anything they can do to promote the third season of this show, which I would assume is likely going to be the last season, uh, maybe a fourth, but I'm I would lean towards no. Is bring Boba Fett back? I just that's you, that's I think that's the play. What I I don't know. That's what I think. <laughs> Yes. Oh, who do we write? Do you have uh, uh, do you have uh, um, John Favreau's or anyone's uh, email? Or yeah, anything? let's we just uh, <laughs> let's just Twitter DM. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Filoni and Favreau. Filoni, and, yeah. Yeah. We got an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine how many DMs they probably get if, if oh, their DMs are open? <laughs> I bet you they're not even on. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Can you even imagine? Yeah, they have their own Twitter servers. You can <laughs> probably. <laughs> Well, uh, overall, a pretty middle-of-the-road Bad Batch episode, we would say, both of us giving it uh, a B-minus grade. Not not bad, but, uh, you know, the focus, again, on, on Tech and Omega, I think, was what made the episode for us. Um, but at this point, we have seven episodes left of Bad Batch Season 2. Uh, looking forward to Episode 10. Again, that's probably going to be a Part 2 of the episode nine arc that we just watched on this unknown planet, which we still, I don't think, know the name of. Um, If there is a name to this planet and we're not aware of it and you're watching on YouTube, comment down below uh, what the name of that planet was, as I am unaware if there was a name. Um, But in any other regards, uh, we are excited for all of the Star Wars content coming our way. I mean, this is like 
I know we've been saying it for a while now, but we're we're real close now. We're two weeks away from the premiere of season three of Mandalorian. Which, by the way, if you haven't watched our reaction uh, to the brand new TV spot of Mandalorian season three uh, that just came out yesterday or two days ago at the time of your watching this, uh, I believe it was just called Ready. Uh, that's available and up on the Hoth Hangout YouTube channel if you want to check that out. Uh, and as well, subscribe to the Hoth Hangout YouTube channel. Uh, we're also available in audio format on Spotify and Apple. And again, you can always get a hold of us via Twitter at Hoth Hangout. Uh, hothhangout at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email with any thoughts or questions on anything Star Wars related or not Star Wars related. Uh, what's your favorite type of sushi as we opened <laughs> uh, with this episode? And, uh, and then a couple more things, which I've also managed to leave out up until this point. I think this was announced before our last podcast episode, and I, we definitely talked about it and mentioned it. But May the 4th this year, Star Wars Day, we're getting season two of Star Wars Visions. One of my personal favorite Star Wars projects, arguably, <laughs> this might upset people, arguably <laughs> my favorite Star Wars project that Disney has done. Don't do it again. Uh, I, I won't say I like it more than Mando, but it's very close. It's very close. Uh, and then, again, Star Wars, uh, or excuse me, Jedi Survivor, which comes out now on April 28th after being pushed back about six weeks. Oh, one more thing, and I don't know how much of our listener base is interested in this. If you have kids, maybe they would be interested in this. Um, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures was also announced that it's going to be coming out on May the 4th uh, on Disney Plus for streaming. So, if you're not familiar with what that is, it's essentially like imagine Backyardigans or Wonder Pets or any like traditional children's TV show that you're aware of, but Star Wars. <laughs> um, and there was one character from, oh, do you remember his name? There's mm-hmm. There's been memes going around of this character. Um, have you seen the picture of this, Joey? I don't think I have. His name is... Oh gosh. Let's see if I can find it real quick. <laughs> uh he was like the little blue guy. Nubs is his name. Nubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah, if you're if you're not familiar, look up Nubs. He is like all the all the rays right now on oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. on on Star Wars Twitter and Star Wars Reddit. He's this cute little blue fluffy bear looking thing with a lightsaber. Anyways. With two teeth. Yeah, two teeth. <laughs> I actually am probably going to watch this show. I don't know how much we'll actually cover it. Maybe we'll do like a brief synopsis or something. But uh, yeah, if you've got kids and you want to get them into Star Wars, maybe start with this new show that comes out here in less than three months called Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. Um, This is before Order 66, right? Oh, God. (laughs) Not just the men and the women. No, that that got kind of dark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is star wars this is what happens <clears throat> okay yeah uh any any last thoughts on kind of bad batch or star wars as a whole moving into the next few weeks uh no i'm I, i'm excited i you know we'll like you said we've got all this content coming i think we've from from whenever bad batch started to up till may you know we're gonna have lots of content you're gonna have mandalorian no, we're gonna finish off the season. We're gonna have visions. We're gonna have all. I mean, that's just a ton, just loading up. And we still don't know dates for Ahsoka. 
We yeah. don't know. We don't know. Was it the Acolyte? I think that's the next year, though, right? Uh, yeah, I'd be. Sh- I don't. I don't think they've <clears throat> officially said it's 2024, but at this point, okay. it feels pretty safe to say that it's not going to be in 2023. But right, yeah. Ahsoka likely will be sometime in the late fall, if I had to guess a date. But no right, date yeah. has officially been announced. Yeah. So yeah, and that, and I know um, Star Wars Celebration is coming up also. Mm-hmm. I think that's in April, if I'm not mistaken. So you know, just a lo- just lots of lots of Star Wars happening. And uh, as I said before, it's just a great time to be a fan. And if you're not jump jump in and all this stuff, get immersed in it. Watch t- you know watch people's podcasts and listen to other people's thoughts and you know. Uh, but don't argue. Don't you know? Everyone's got their opinions. <laughs> we'll, we're all gonna enjoy together. This is true. We will definitely be enjoying. Uh, once again, if you have not yet managed to catch our reaction to the new Mandalorian Season 3 TV spot, again, check that out over on the Hoth Hangout YouTube. And uh, thanks again so much for listening to the Hoth Hangout podcast. We appreciate each and every single one of you very much. And we look forward to all the new Star Wars content coming our way here in the very near future. It's going to be great. Thanks so much, as always, for listening. And may the force be with you.